Hello, this is the Coldwater Economic News Bulletin for um, Wednesday the 7th of April. Today uh, we got the first report of foreign reserves movements in Northeast Asia for March. Now, my technical models recognize that the dollar broke out of its weakening trend and established a strengthening trend against the SDR currencies in early March. So it was reasonable to expect some pressure on Asia's massive foreign exchange holdings simply because of that. Uh, in fact, in March, the dollar gained 1.6% against the SDR basket, which of course includes itself as a major component. In addition, of course, US bond markets got hammered, with 10-year yields rising from 144 at the beginning of the month to 176 by month end. Not, in other words, a great month to be tasked with preserving the value of Asia's roughly $6 trillion in foreign reserves. Well, so what happened? Uh, the collective foreign, res foreign reserves of China, Japan, South Korea, Taiwan, and Singapore, so the ones that we've got, fell by $52 billion, or 0.9%, to $5.906 trillion. How did the individual countries do? Well, it went with size, as you'd expect. The biggest were the least able to take any effective evasive action. So China's reserves fell 1.1% on the month to $3.17 trillion. Japan's fell 0.8% on the month to $1.368 trillion. Taiwan, further down, fell 0.8% to $539 billion. But South Korea fell only 0.3% to $446.1 billion. And Singapore, smallest and nimblest, fell only 0.2% to $382 billion. Okay, a couple of things to say about this. This fall in reserves will have a small tightening effect on Asia's money markets and will slightly depress monetary aggregates. Nothing too dramatic, however, and I don't think that's the most significant thing about today's result. Two other things are most important. First, when you look at the data, it's clear that Japan has really bought into the inflation's back story. Japan's overall reserves fell 10.9 billion, but within that, securities holdings fell 19.6 billion, but deposits rose 6.8 billion. In other words, they didn't just lose money on bonds, they sold reasonably aggressively on the way down. But there's more. They also started buying gold. In dollar terms, Japan's gold holdings rose 3.1 billion, or by 7.3%, during a month when the gold price actually fell 5.2%. In other words, they actually raised their holdings of physical gold, up by 2.6 million troy ounces, which is 10.6% on the month. Now, I don't know when the last time that Japan's reserves managers uh, hit the gold market, but it certainly hasn't been any time in the last three years. Selling bonds and buying gold. Japan believes in inflation. Second, Taiwan's interesting. The central bank blamed the 0.8% month-on-month fall not only on the dollar's strength, but also on, quote, large capital outflows, unquote. But that's actually not right. Foreigners' net holdings of Taiwan deposits and securities fell by only 1.1 billion, against a fall of 4.3 billion in foreign reserves. In other words, those capital outflows were responsible for only a quarter of the fall in the reserves. And note, 
those foreigners' holdings now total $670 billion, which is 124% of Taiwan's $539 billion of foreign reserves. Okay, that's it for today. Um, I hope you got something out of it. I thought it was interesting. If you'd like to know more, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, at mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com. Thank you very much.